and Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 245. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross Ross, Jedi Jane. As always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me. Where in the L5J studio? Of course, that's where. This week on the show, Motor City Comic Con 2017, part three. Our final installment of our Motor City extravaganza for this year. Very, very excited for you all to hear it. This one comes from deep within the trenches, straight from Artists Alley. This year, we speak with Ben Goldsmith and Kayla Valerio of the Seance Room. Fantastic new discovery. Probably my favorite new discovery of the show this year. Uh, We speak with Miss Cosmic Casey Pierce, the writer behind Nora and Pieces of Madness. We also speak with Source Point presser Gary Sobeck. It's good times indeed. Following that, a conversation with the man, Mr. Dan Doherty, the man behind Touching Evil and Beardo. After that, the El Arto boys. That's right. John Marroquin, Jack Fragg, Aman Aman, who's pushing Jiu-Jitsu Jesus, and Eric Gutierrez. After that, a conversation with Dave Patterson of Dave's Nerd Compendium, fellow podcaster from the Pod Bros Network, and Heather Miles, fellow podcaster herself. She pops in on that conversation. Following that, we talk to the firecracker, Mr. Chris Brown. He's the owner of Comics and More. Fantastic the comic book shop in Michigan. He's also the host of the Comics and More Show podcast. Y'all got to check that out. Closing out the show this year, we bring you the darkness. We bring you the delicious one. Closing out part three of Motor City Comic Con 2017, our very, very good friend, Mr. Dirk Manning. This is madness! So that's the roll call. Uh, Not much more to it than that. We jump behind the tables and we bring it to you real. Like I said, deep from within the trenches, where it all goes down the most important place in any Comic-Con artist's alley. Thank you one more time to Miriam, to Adam, to Jeff, to Chris, to Denny, to Derek, all you wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you once again for letting an elegant weapon be part of the party. Thanks to Dave and Bob of Podcast Detroit. Uh, Thanks for giving us a home, fellas. We love you all. Until next year's Motor City Comic-Con. That's all we're going to have this week on An Elegant Weapon. Enjoy. Now that we're done with all that Travis nonsense, let's move on to the real talent behind Source Point Press. Kids, I'm here with Ben Goldsmith. I can't, you know, I can't wait to meet Travis. I've actually only ever seen... You don't want to meet It's Travis. behind this curtain and this giant green head of his. It's about 10 feet tall. And I hear, like, you know, wheels and cogs whirring in the, behind the curtain. But I've never seen him, actually. You don't want to bother seeing what's behind the curtain. Oh, okay. Uh, Kayla... Bellagio. Valerio. Bellagio. She owns the Bellagio Hotel. Yeah. Valerio. Sounds way fancier than Valerio. Yeah. You're from New York. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, 
originally from Miami. I moved to Brooklyn about four years ago. Right on. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. cool. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Holding it down. Where the hell are yeah. you yeah. from again? Boston. <laughs> Boston. Boston. Yeah. I'm one of them Boston kids. Yeah. If, if someone doesn't buy the comic, I just blame them. I say, hey, what do you think? You're better than me? Yeah. <laughs> you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? Oh, we're, oh, we're getting refreshments Wild, now. Very Ooh. asylum. I'm excited. Be careful opening those. I will. No more like Fago incidents. Fucking things around. Fago incidents. Have you heard of the uh, Fago incidents? No, but you know what? I'm going to start a podcast called Fago yeah. incidents. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what happened uh, a couple years ago. I moderated a Dirk's Right or Wrong panel. Yeah. And you know, as you're just sitting there uh, before you start, we're kind of chatting. The whole audience can hear us. Right? It's one of the small panel rooms. And I'm like, what is that? We don't have that in Canada. We don't, we don't have right. that in Massachusetts. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's like a Michigan thing. And uh, I said, what is that? He's like, oh, rock and ride. You don't know rock and ride, right? Oh, my so God. So he puts it front. He's like, here you go. Do you know what that is? No. Oh. It's, it's just a Fago drink, rock yeah. and ride. So I open it to try it, and it explodes like a nuclear bomb. <laughs> just. <laughs> and all no. of, I had a puddle of Fago sitting in my crotch. And there's dirt free all over my equipment and the oh, table. Oh no! You must have been a sticky mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. So dirt pulls so out his little hanky. And he's just, oh, I'm so sorry. He's trying to clean it up. Honestly, he was just trying to like cop a like, feel and like pat you down. Oh yeah, a totally. Bit. But also like, just a hanky. Why does he also just pull out a Q-tip and like try yeah. to help? Like, what's a hanky yeah, gonna yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. He really just wanted to touch you. And he was like, I've had enough dirt touching me, especially this weekend. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I did see the I did see the video on Facebook. From, yeah, I did. Oh, God. <laughs> I did. Wait, there it's was an adventure video? at Motor City, kids. Yeah, there, there was video. I, oh. You know what? If there was, I, I swear to God, if you, he had leaned in and oh. put his tongue in your ear and it came out the other ear, I wouldn't have been shocked. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't surprise uh, me. Even, that's the song he says that it, I inspired him to sing it. Oh, great. Uh, turn the page. I don't. You know, Metallica yeah, I fan. No yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. That song, I don't know. But uh, it's good times, either way, I guess, right? Well, so you looked like you were having fun. We, I will definitely we were, say that. I was that. having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, it you got like to get a go with it. <laughs> so the Fago thing, though, so there's that split second, though, where the audience is not sure how I'm going to take Oh, this, yeah, right, right, right. But I, I put them in ease right away. We're making jokes. I just kind of uh, sat there, like, as Dirk's, like, dabbing at my crotch <laughs> area, right? So we cleaned it up best as you could. <laughs> as best as you could. And we went got. on, and I was just sticky and crap for the rest oh of the day. God, so that no. that became because that was I left it in. I didn't edit that out. Oh good. Because I released yeah, it yeah. as an episode, right? Because <laughs> I recorded it and I left all of that in there, and that's how the show starts. Yeah, oh, it's just, great. It became known as the Fago. Well, we, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and part of the appeal is the honesty of it, like the rawness yeah. of actually just finding out what people yeah, are doing. You don't have to censor yeah. yourself in any way. It's just you know. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Very gorgeous, and especially that's my style. I'm very gorilla. Yeah, yeah I would, I'd imagine. You know, I don't prepare shit. So, uh, so for the sake of the podcast listener, I've only actually known you for probably about a month now. Yeah, we just met in Philly. Yeah, uh, it was awesome to meet you there because you know I'm part of that whole shit show over there. Well, it, and it, it's it's really wild because I feel like you're more or less like source point adjacent, right? Like you're yeah. really <laughs> kind of just like. A part of the crew now, yeah. Is that fair to I, say? Oh, no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I've been taken in in wonderful ways, and I greatly appreciate it. But I mean, I've always see what happened was it was getting no drunk on comics is why I first came out to Motor City, right? Because uh, we were all podcasting buddies. Like, yeah, I'll come out to Michigan. It's only three and a half hours from Toronto. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah. Not bad. that's like what I would do to drive to Kayla in, in Brooklyn. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I came out, and that first year was the most magical 
cheesy as it sounds, like here. Uh-huh. And we all just fell in love with each other. It just felt like I'd known all these people forever. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Casey. Yeah, Casey. Hit it off great. right away, right? At, you know? Well, Kayla, this is your first con, and you said the same thing about like. Yeah, this everybody's. is my first con with these guys. I'm like, yeah. and I, I just met you a couple days ago. You've been great. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I, I told Ben, I was like, oh, nervous. Like, I feel like I'm going to make an awful impression on everyone. <laughs> because I'm just, I know my humor is terrible. I'm incredibly awkward. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you'd I'm been I'm like, fantastic. I'm going to be oh, such yeah. a lame They're going to be like, we can no, never have this girl. Right yeah, you fit right in. Yeah, I right Yeah, I was like pleasantly surprised. I was well, like, you're not alone. My boy Stan Kanapka is here for the first time. Yeah. Stan. Point, you know, dropping the rejected, which is very, very cool. But here's the thing. That it's, it's very very good. You bring up that fact of, you know, this is like an extended family yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow I show up at Motor City Comic Con mm-hmm. looking at the books and I see something I've not heard a single <laughs> I know he told me that the other day. He's on a work. this and I'm Ooh. like, I'm not afraid to say it, even if it sounds like yeah. someone dropped the ball. Yeah. He's like, I didn't even know about this. Out of this. Yeah. I don't know how it got <laughs> by. I, I just have to say, what a master of transitions yeah. Jason Clark I'm is. Sorry, but what a beautiful transition yeah. to the book. I'm he, like. He threw a little shade at everyone, though, for like not telling him about Good. it. Good. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Yeah, no, yeah, keep telling him that. I love. Uh, but because partly, I think I'm going to be a little bit biased. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but this is right up my alley. Oh, this awesome. Is, this is the kind of shit that I think you're yeah. made for me. And I cool. saw it, I was just like, how? That's why I'm extra surprised I didn't oh, okay. know. Oh, well, and, and then so, for the podcast listener, too. Yeah. So when uh, Jason came up to us this morning looking for his copy, <laughs> we were sold out. out. God, but that worked out in my favor in a way. Because you got the better copy. Because you got, got the, the yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it should have been put aside for me in the first place. <laughs> yeah. But so let's let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Give me your spiel, elevator. Yeah, man. So, so this has been great because I've actually been able to nail that down here. Um, and for the podcast, it's a little tricky because I don't have the book to show. But what it is is Twilight Zone leads Tales from the Crypt. There's a guy who owns a mansion wherein there are six ghosts. Now, each ghost represents a different theme. So, for instance, an old train conductor for time. There's a little boy holding his own head for death. Now, what would happen is you'd, you'd end up going into the seance room. Based on your deepest, darkest moral underpinning, one of those ghosts would come to fruition and force you to face that with no reprieve. So you will either bend to it or break to it based on your psychosis and your mental fortitude. What is wrong with you? No, I don't hold that's right. So let's just let's start with that. So so that's that's the entire idea, and each one is a completely self contained issue like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Okay. Did you ever watch the Twilight Zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch them in order? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no you didn't have you to. You don't have to do the same thing with, 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 twi- with uh, Sands from the same awesome. thing. Yeah. Awesome. Because awesome. the ghosts stay the same, the guy who owns it stays the same, who's in control of all of them. Yeah, right. But who comes there and what their moral underpinning is, that's what's yeah. going to tell the story. Nice. So this first one, uh, if I may be so bold, is more or less about a politician who is kept to task about the things that he says and that they mean something to actual humans. Timely. And, and, and Yeah, it was, which is what I was kind of concerned about. I told Matt, I was like, I feel like just with everything that's going on, like the election and all this stuff, I'm like, maybe it's not the best time to do that, but in all fairness, Ben had written the story so long ago and I had started it way before the election and all that other right. stuff, so I'm like, mm-hmm. it just happened to be fitting, you know, and... You know, I'm like, it's been received well. It hasn't upset anyone. Yeah, I'm so, like, so we're, we're on so, day three right now, right? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what the, where the, the yeah, podcast in terms of, like, matter. setting. Yeah. So we're on day three, and we've had people come up to us. And so this is my first con selling this book. A woman came up to me earlier, and she was coming at me fast. 
Now, I would brace myself to get slapped. I'm not joking. I thought she yeah, was going to come yeah, up to me. Yeah, he thought because, this, this lady was going to... Because like, I, I assumed someone was going to come in and be like, you know, you told me it was a comic book and it had, you know, these moral tales and better, you know, and, and it might you know, offend some people. Came up and gave him a big hug. But because it is a little bit on the rougher side of things, it's... Yeah. it's it will piss people off. Yeah, it's a little It will blunt. definitely piss um, someone off. But it's just funny because that lady, little backstory, she bought a book from us on Friday, came back Saturday to tell us that she read it at her hotel room and she loved it. She was really happy with it. And then she came back in today just to say hi and check in and see yeah. how everything was going. <laughs> She's really sweet. I gave her a free print. I was like, you've been such a great customer. I'm like, we were talking about you yesterday and how great you've been and supportive and stuff like that. And we just want to give you a big thanks. So, but yeah, she like, awesome. she just like... She's, she's smaller, so I think she just probably has, like, a quick gait to keep up with everyone. <laughs> so it was just really cute. So, like, Ben's like, oh, sh- wait, can I curse? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, shit, I think this lady's going to come at me hard. I was like, no. I think she, she kind of slowed down a little bit, and she's like, I'm super excited with the book. I read it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, see, yeah. we're worried for no reason. Yeah. But he he was, like, ready to get hit. Well, and, and what... <laughs> And I'm like, that lady's like half your size. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm all of so six foot two, 250 pounds too. So like, I shouldn't have been worried, but I was. Yeah, you really You know what? Because I just want to. Because it'd be like, happy. it'd be like your nana trying to smack you in the yeah, mouth. Yeah, she was a sweet did. old lady. Like, I'd have you're felt gonna bad. brace yourself. You're not gonna be happy with, but it's gonna like you'll let it happen. So you're not gonna do anything. And just so everyone knows too, the next issue's not gonna be political. Like. They're all, it's literally all tales of, of humanity is the big yeah. thing. Right all humanity. Sounds and great. One thing that we haven't even talked about yet is Kayla's unbelievable art. That's what pulled me in. Bingo. This is gorgeous. Dad! Sorry. Devin is interrupting oh, God. Uh, God. Not your show. Get, get my show. Bad, bad Devin. Put it down. Put it back. Yes. Tell us. Drop it. This, this beautiful, beautiful work. Um, so I've basically kind of, I mean, the great thing about SourcePoint is like I've been able to kind of create my own aesthetic and look to it. And I've always been really inspired by Art Deco and Art Nouveau artwork. Um, so yeah, what the, I've, the entire theme is, yeah. Kayla came up with this theme of the whole book, but I'll let you tell about that, but I just want to make sure people yeah. know that that's like... Yeah, like, um, uh, there's going to be some influence of those, like, old 20s, like, classic uh, vintage uh, magician's posters with, like, the big font, like, that's why I kind of designed the font that way, but just, like, a little oh, yeah. more modern, you know? Yeah. Um, it's going to be slick, hey, but it's still going to be kind of creepy so and just still... So you know, um, I just yeah, want it to look hauntingly beautiful. I mean, that's, I think, the best way I, I can describe it. And, um, so, thank you. Um, you know, I... All the covers are going to be red and gold and black and violets and stuff like that. Um, so this one, uh, the covers are definitely going to be hand-painted. So this one was just like inks, watercolor, acrylic. Um, there's a couple details I had to do uh, digitally. But the covers, I want to do paintings. Um, as far as the interiors go, it's just done like any other book. I'm like, you pencil it first, and I'm terrible at penciling. Uh, most of, Mostly everything I've been doing is just like really figuring it out once I ink it. I'm like, I rush the pencils, and then I just... Because because I'm the one doing both, like, the three processes, the, the penciling, the inking, and the coloring, I kind of have the freedom of, like, kind of half-assing pencils and then just making sure my inks are, are right. Because I don't have to worry about anyone else being like, dude, what's supposed to go here? Yeah. Um, 
but it's really great. So I'm like, I'll do the solid inks, a lot of uh, ink washes, and then like sometimes I got a little carried away and I over rendered and got really painterly with it, and then all the co color is done digitally. Um, awesome. So I mean, it's it's done like any other comic. It's just it's me doing everything. So I, I have the liberty to play around, get a little experimental, and then you know make things just as traditional as I need to. You know, I think it's, it's gonna gorgeous. be. Yeah, I'm really Super excited. Delicious. You know, I'm a big fan of that. I, I love when the painting kind of aesthetic comes into the comics. Yeah. Well, obviously, Sean Seal, uh -huh. you know, fantastic stuff. And there's a, yeah. there's a few books, though. There's a book called Neon Black by a guy, uh, Kevin Briones, uh -huh. in Toronto. The same thing. Oh, okay, neat. He does neat. it all himself. He writes it as well. He's just oh, this awesome. Oh, talent. But yeah. this is getting more popular. Yeah, I, I, I can only I hope. It. I love it. I think it will um, continue. Well, Travis is smart enough to get on top of it. Well, honestly, so I like kind of pulled him aside and I was like, Travis. And he gave me this look like I was going to ask him something stupid. And he's like, what? Yeah. I was like, I kind of have an idea. I really, my end goal is like getting a couple, like several seance issues out of the way. Right. Maybe picking up another project, um, working with them on other projects they might send my way. But ideally, one of my big career goals is to do a painted graphic novel. Um, so, because in school, I uh, I studied under George Pratt, who was known for his Enemy Ace series. He did these painted Wolverine and Suke uh, comic run. Um, he did. He's always been known for like the painted graphic novel. And he's been a big influence on my life and my career because like he was my mentor and like you know we still keep in touch and um, super cool dude. And that was one of the things. I was like, so for me growing up. Um, I would go to comic book stores, but me being a girl and, like, my mom not being about it, I would never be able to pick stuff up, you know? Like, right, I fell right. in love with comics when I was a little older and um, and in school and learning about the process. And it really comes down to the art of storytelling, right? And, um, and then how you take these scripts and the stuff that these write, and then, like, really bringing it to life, but still putting your own spin on it. And I think the best thing about this project is... Ben lets me do that. You know, like I've had, I mean, I have friends in the industry and they, sometimes they clash with their writer and there's things that are written that don't make sense and they're like, no, so funny enough, Ben bought a print from me at a convention years ago and I was actually not at my table. I stepped away to go to the bathroom or something and he was still there and I'm like, why is this kid hovering at my table? And uh, he was like, no, he just really wanted to buy like an old Catwoman print I was selling and he really liked it and we ended up staying in touch because he was just a fan of my work. Right. And um, funny enough, he's like, yeah, when I get, he's like, when I get signed up somewhere, uh, would you want to work on something? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, because with my luck, I just don't expect things to pan out. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll believe it when I see it. And then uh, lo and behold, a year later, he's like, hey, so I got a contract. Do you want to work on a project? And I was like, oh shit, this kid did it. I I'm going to commit. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let's, let's do it. And, um, and I happen to be attracted to this story the most of the script, uh, scripts he sent me. Because I'm like, it's right up my alley, too, the same way it is right. for you. I love that kind of stuff. So yeah. um, so I figured, I'm like, you know what? We get along well. We're on the same page about a lot of things. And I feel like it's probably been the best pairing that I probably could have asked for. That's awesome. Um, because, yeah, we're on the, and it's and it's good because, like, um, sometimes I'm like, hey, man, this stuff doesn't work or this is really great here. And, like, we have the liberty to kind of go back and forth and figure out what does right. and doesn't work, which is really nice. Um, 
So, so yeah, I mean, that's how he and I started working together. And you, how you, you know what? Can I steal her for a second? She's got business. So, oh. Kayla, this well, is, I'm going to jump in here. No, real I'm going to end this off now because right. you guys are going to hook up, come back on the show. We're going to do a proper hour sit down. Oh, beautiful. Oh, oh okay, great. We're going to talk all about it. But that's your time Oh, my now, God. Guys. No, thank right. you. I give you every, every minute of my day. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Kayla, thank you. Thank you so much. This moment it is it begins. You have to sign a number five hundred copies of the new edition of Pieces of Madness. And it is my privilege to do so. It looks beautiful. Thank you. It looks gorgeous. It turned out really sharp. You know, uh, Ryan Lee does a stellar job uh, on the cover. And uh, you know, we have the slipcase, they're individually numbered, and uh, I couldn't be happier. Because now, you know, we have the two bonus stories and it features illustrations from the latest and greatest in uh, literary art such as Bruce Gerlach, Kelly O'Hara, um, Matt Miner, um, and, and a slew of others, and I couldn't be more proud of this team. That's amazing, Casey. How, where did this design come from as far as the packaging? Oh, that's Joshua Werner. Um, he really uh, designed this. He actually, he had given me a template that he thought he idiot-proofed, but not idiot-proofed enough for me, for me to format the book. And, uh, but you know what, he stayed up, uh, there were a lot of late nights for him. I don't know if he maybe even got an hour of sleep before work, but um, he designed everything. He formatted the book, he designed the slipcover, even right down to the logos, all that stuff. Um, he's our art director. It's like DVD-esque, you know what I mean? I said they look like DVD collections, absolutely. That's a cool thing to have on your shelf. Look, we have people interested. Hello. Hello. Don't let us stop you from interacting. Good stuff. That's, uh, what is that? That's, uh, what's that one? Uh, I forget, I, I know Sucker she's... Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, Baby Doll. Any other highlights from the weekend? Any other exciting things occurred? Uh, you know what? I, I met Neil Adams earlier. Nice. And, uh, I, I got a, uh, a Muhammad Ali Superman print from him from my neighbor. And, uh, you know, I gave him a business card just, you know, for shits and grins. And I said, you know... Um, I'm, I'm a horror and science fiction author. I know you probably get a lot of these, but you know, here you go. And uh, as I walk away, I look back and he took a picture of it. So that meant a lot to me. So that, that would be really cool to hear from Neil Adams, wouldn't it? Oh, I know. the top sketch, it's nuts. David Hayes. What up, yo? My compadre, horror author David Hayes. Compadre. Much sharper than me, my friend. And you stayed out later. I well, I've been hanging out with Jay Bosgett too much this weekend. Oh god! So it's, like it's like I'm stuck in pun mode. You know what I mean? That's easy to do. So uh, yeah, Neil Adams. That's exciting. I got his uh, Batman Joker card. Oh yeah. I saw his uh, his trade Savage. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, he's crazy. He's just everywhere. I don't think I go to cons and Neil Adams is an actor. No, he is uh, tearing it up. He reminds me of, like the new Ernie Hudson. Remember when he was like everywhere? Yeah. I'm like, dang. Doing like gas station signings. <laughs> I finally had a Ron Perlman signing. Yeah? Uh, I was at Dirk and Derek Becker's panel for the uh, podcasting, you know, Huffer, a comic creator to be on podcasts. Oh, yeah. That kind of idea. And he took us back to the green room to come through. And oh, cool. Ron Perlman just passed right the fuck up in a chair. I feel him. The old man wants his bed. Right. You need your bed? Yes. This old lady wants her bed. I feel old. Nice. I'm getting, I'm getting too old for this shit. 
All right, then, so what happens now, Nora 3? Yes, Nora 3 is done. It didn't make it to the printer uh, in time, unfortunately, but we it's will. It's close. Yeah, oh, it's done. So we will be at the Comic Signal, though, June 10th in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Nice. Uh, so it should be there. Uh, again, that's June 10th. And uh, hey, our uh, panel that you moderated for Comic Book Syndicate just posted. That's right. Uh, at least the preview. Did they put the and rest They of just it up? put it up, oh, and I, awesome. I shared it everywhere. Um, yeah, of course, the uh, marketing and branding panel called The New Landscape 101. You were and we look good. We sound good. Whatever. I was there. I said maybe 20 things. You ran that panel. Uh, no, I haven't watched it work. yet. I haven't watched it. But, uh, but Try not to be too critical because I know you're going to be. Oh, but God, it's yeah. really, really good. Well, even it in the preview, I'm like, I'm chomping on a cough drop because I was getting over being sick. Well, lots of people were sick at that time. They yeah, it was weird. They took home with me, too. But, uh, yeah, big thanks to uh, Mike and Jolie and Comic Book Syndicate for uh, giving you that opportunity and me the opportunity through your opportunity. Yeah, it was, it was a class act, that whole convention was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was very honored to be a part of it and very honored that you moderated for me. Oh, it was excellent. So, yeah, and you can find that now because I shared it everywhere. Right, right. Do you look? Do you want to try it again? Do you want to keep that going like a dirt thing? like a red Yeah, I would love to. I would love to take that, uh, you know, for you, uh, um, uh, excuse me, for you promoters out there, if you want me to bring a marketing and branding panel to you, and also with how to sell a script as well, um, just let me know. So uh, we shared that at Facebook.com slash Cosmic Casey, both with K's. It's on my Twitter as well. Um, so yeah, you can you can find that panel. There a lot, a lot of good stuff in there. I thought. And as so. well, you can find Nora at SourcePointPress.com. Yep, absolutely. Or at pretty much any comic convention you go to. Right, just look for the SourcePoint Press. This big red SourcePoint logo. Yes, you know, yes. they're like uh, masts on a ship. Nice. <laughs> Powerful, Casey Pierce. Thank you, love. Thank you. Gary Solberg. Oh Jesus. What's going on, brother? Nothing. How's the weekend been? Not bad at all. That's excellent to hear. Tell me what's going on. What are you pushing? What are you hustling? We're hustling Salvagers. We're hustling Holliston, the Michigan Comics Collective Horror Anthology, 13 Little Hells, which I have a story in. Nice, nice. And Steve drew it, so it looks decent. That's excellent. Has it been a <laughs> successful weekend? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. That's good. You got your brother over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to, had to drag him along, I guess, eh? Yeah. You ever think you might be able to just, like, break free... No, no, the world doesn't want that. The world doesn't want the Sobek broken. Travis is the only one that wants that. <laughs> well, Travis wants evil things. Yes, he, he does. He has evil plans. He has machinations. That's good times. Yeah. All right, well, got anything you want to tell the people? Anything you want to plug? Uh, Roaring Twenties will be out by the end of the year. Very, very good. Dinosaurs in the 1920s. Doesn't get better than that. That sounds great. You make sure you hit me up. And we'll, we'll have we got, a we got some that. art to show people, too, up here. All right, right on, so, man. Excellent, Gary Sobek. Yeah. Be cool. You too. Dan Doherty fans, Dan Doherty would like to say hello to you. Hello, fans of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Doherty recovering from a brutal sinus infection. Oh man. I'm good. I'm good. I, I should. So. I should probably shouldn't lead with that information, but. Well, you know, it's good. It builds a little bit of sympathy. Yeah, it's I need. I need to kind of kind of get people on my in my corner. You know, yes. let them let them rally around me if I could do that, just to feed off of that energy and recover. 
so I don't have to go to the doctor. Nice. I think that's better, right? I think for in this country, yeah, avoid yeah, any medical situation. I think rather than universal that. healthcare, <laughs> let's just go on a podcast and garner up sympathy for ourselves, and then <laughs> and then that should cure reasonable. all of my ailments. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> legit. Uh, What's exciting and new? Because I know things are exciting and new. A lot. Um, well, uh, I've got a new book coming out. Um, it's called Do You Speak Fish? It's a kids' book that I, I illustrated with DJ Corchin. Cool. Yep. That's uh, that's coming out in June. And uh, just had Touching Evil 9 come out in uh, April, just in time for C2E2. So that's the ninth issue of my creator-owned series. Oh, that's a um, series. Thank you. Uh, I've got my band is about to release a vinyl record. And uh, we're, we're going to play an opening act for Bare Naked Ladies and Living Color. There you go. And, yeah, I'm so... Almost, well, maybe not. I guess Bare Naked... Just, I guess in my mind, Living Color would be at the top of that it's they definitely I mean like to me it's like living colors such like a, such a it's, it's a it's a it's a weird combo plus they're to me they're kind of like a legend at this point yes. because they've that they kind of owned it for that Who's that era come? how's that gonna work I can't picture BNL fans mixed in within living Colors. I'm sure it'll work I mean because it's it's 90s era stuff so I guess that's kind of the idea I'm guessing but right uh Either way, I just I'm happy we're opening for them. So, right so what's your band? I've never actually heard your band. So what's the deal? My band's uh, on the off chance is the name of the band, and uh, we are kind of like a, a rock blues kind of band with a uh, couple songwriters. So we kind of have like a I'd say like a '70s rock meets um, you know the multi uh, singer lead singer kind of vibe where there's a, there's Steve Asham who's the uh, one songwriter and there's me who's the other one. So we trade off singing right. lead duties and then we have four part harmony in there so it's it's that pretty that sounds cool I yeah a customer oh a customer? i think i do you want to give him money for something because don't let I me stop that oh we are but you go right ahead actually be kind of interesting for the yeah, yeah. for the live vibe of this yeah, yeah. i wonder if you take a credit if you're set up for that or yeah cash yeah okay. you're rocking the square yeah i'm rocking the square nice just trying to decide yeah t just let me know yeah i'm, I'm here just chilling with uh, my buddy here yeah. Um, Very cool, man. Uh, how can I hear it? Can you hear it? Uh, I'll tell you what, just because I like you. Oh, goodness. Look Hold at on. this. Oh, I've got a couple. Here we go. Oh, very cool. That's Thank for you. you. I'm giving you very a copy much, of it. Man. That's the much. debut album. We just got it on CD, and we're, uh, we actually kickstarted a vinyl version of it uh, about a month or so ago. Right, I saw that. Right, yeah. Man. And yeah. It's, it's in production now. It takes about 8 to 12 weeks to make a vinyl record, so we're looking at... Uh, I think it's like end of June, early July release, and we're gonna try to have a show in Chicago to celebrate that. That's very yeah. cool, man. You've got, like, I guess back in the day when we first started talking, like, what, four years ago when I first came to Motor City, yeah. and, you know, I was turned on you for Touching it, Evil. I think it was, um, I think we met at a Fantasticon, didn't we? I've never been to Fantasticon. No? Nope, never been. Okay, it must have been something else. Maybe Fanfare? I hate to say that one. I've only been to Grand Rapids yeah, and this show in Michigan. Okay. Only two shows I've been to. R.I.P. You know. So. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. regardless, we met Either about way, four I years ago. So, you're but right. It was you're touching right. Touching Evil. I got yeah. you know turned on to your work. Yeah. And uh, it's become quite prolific. Of course, you were doing Beardo, but Beardo's gotten so extensive. It's old library. Yeah. You know, a thousand no's and stuff. Yeah. Just cranking it out. Has it been a tiring year? Has it been? Oh yeah. Do <laughs> you still feel it's, like the push to go? I definitely feel the push because uh, I kind of have to. I mean, this is this is what I do professionally, and uh, right. I love it, obviously. But you know, I got a I got a baby to feed. I got a I got a future to build. I got all that stuff. But I I, I do enjoy it, and I also um, 
I've, I've been blessed with some good uh, collaborators too. So like we, we kind of feed off each other energy wise, yeah, you know, nice. when yeah. I'm maybe not, maybe not uh, most uh, creative uh, in terms of writing, I, I always have somebody I can work with and, and make something. And DJ's always been a, a great uh, collaborator for that. Uh, I'll be doing something with uh, Dirk in the future too. Oh, yeah, we're, we're talking about it. Very, uh, very cool. Like I was telling you last night, kids, you got to check out Beardo, especially for the kids in Toronto familiar with this podcast. Uh, I know you know Ty Templeton's Bun Tunes. And it's in the very, very similar vein as far as Beardo is your real life experiences. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a fictionalized sprinkle on top. Little a little bit. Just to keep it fun. Just to keep it fun and yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but how is at this point having shared so many of your personal family experiences with the public are you just completely comfortable with it now has it caused no stuff like how's the it, wife feel she's okay i mean she's fine with it um she's we've always set some ground rules as to what i wouldn't put in there right um but um i uh i've i've been pretty good with it and i i know where to like draw the line i think um it's, I've gotten comfortable with it to a certain extent, but I also, you know what's been nice is that every phase of my life has always had, for each book, has always had something that I could just talk about which without necessarily getting too personal. Like, you know, talking about when I'm, now that I'm a parent, like that's a universal experience. So yes. people get it, whether it's my experience or theirs, it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's what babies do. That's what, you know, that's what being a dad is. That's what it is. So you don't have to be so like, I don't have to share my dirt. I just kind of have to share right, the right. funny, you know, like universal side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. That's great stuff, Dan. I Thanks, appreciate Jake. you taking a few minutes to chat with us. Anytime. Uh, sites, where can people find everything? The usual. Yes, uh, my website is beardocomics.com, and then you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr under at beardocomics. Uh, and also, uh, your side work, by the way, kids. Get on there. He does some wonderful Pooh stuff. Yeah. Some great stuff with Pooh. Wonderful prints. Uh, very family-friendly, wonderful stuff. I don't know if I call it Touching Evil quite. No. Family-friendly. <laughs> no. But uh, lots of stuff. Dan, you're a wonderful, kind-hearted individual. Thank you for chatting with us. My pleasure. My very pleasure. Cool. Dan Doherty, kids. I don't know. I feel like all I'm seeing at the El Ardo booth right now is just mass confusion. Are you guys keeping it together or what? No. No? We don't do that. Why not? It just we, works better. We thrive in chaos. Or anarchy. Yeah, yeah. El Ardo is a, an anarchistic type there of you organization. Go. Exactly. How you doing, John? Good. How you doing, man? Very good. This is John at Marikin. Yeah. Uh, good weekend? Hmm? Good weekend? Yeah, yeah. Our sales and stuff like that. Today is slow, but uh, yeah, we had a good weekend. It's Sunday. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell the people about what the outfit is, El Arto? Uh, basically, El Arto started with me and Chris. Uh, when we met, we made a little uh, studio for ourselves just to draw out of, and uh, eventually caught on for a couple of our friends uh, that were doing comics, kind of joined in. So just a little band, just an imprint, really not a publishing house oh, sure. per se it's just like it's uh, like the legends uh, imprint that he used to do like like sure. dark horse kind of like that yeah, yeah, like yeah. a little yeah a little studio oh, group yeah. so you guys are a tight crew though were you friends before all this started how'd y'all meet uh yeah me and chris met each other doing comics but eric i've known since high school we went to high school together okay we're, we're good friends in high school and then uh, tom we met at wizard world chicago about four or five years ago he's from iowa right on. jeremiah's his boy from iowa so we just all met doing cons. Oh. Um, that's about it. There's money. Only moving. Money's nice. Money's nice. You're buying some of these, right? Do it. Look at them. They're amazing. 
You're going to be on pimping out your shit. There you go. Our podcasting session. All right, I'm going to move on down the line. This is John Marikin. Thank you, man. Good times. Nice talking to you. Yes, let's keep going. Who's next? I'm on your next. What's up? How's How it are going? You? Tell the people who you are, what you do. I'm Amon. I do uh, lettering and writing, and I work with Jack Frag here. Nice. I mostly do sales. Right <laughs> you had a good, uh, good weekend? Yeah, it was really fun. A lot of people got Jiu-Jitsu Jesus. I uh, got some custom art from Jack. Right, it was right. real fun. Had now, a great time. Tell me about Jiu-Jitsu Jesus. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu Jesus. Jesus comes back as a, a Jiu-Jitsu master to fight evil. He has everyone... <laughs> Comes up to a table with uh, Cthulhu, um, both Satan's old Hitler. Oh, good lord! Look at uh, that. Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. It looks and, absolutely terribly wonderful. And he uh, starts off by uh, battling uh, Hollywood monsters in this first issue. The next issue, he battles um, Buddha and uh, Trump and his uh, cronies. Oh yeah. You guys are ridiculous. I absolutely yeah. love it. Thank you so much. Good times. Yeah. All right, Ricky, moving down well, the line. Thank you, yeah. We're doing this El Arto. Oh, oh so, sorry. Hey there. Tell the people who you are and what you're doing here. I am Thomas Finley, a.k.a. Jack Frag, as my uh, pen name, and I like to do uh, comics. been doing them for quite a while. Finally found Jiu-Jitsu Jesus. He's got a little traction, and the fans seem to like it and laugh. So that's a great that, idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm a true believer of, you know, making comics, so I was in it for the, you know, the long haul, but it's nice to actually well, get one is, that, you know, yeah, like, you yeah. You so much fun. And yeah. You know, you obviously, you put hard work into it, you take it seriously, but you don't take it seriously to the point that, yeah, you know, you're going to sacrifice having the fun you all seem to have. Yeah, work, yeah, you know? and, you know, we have to go out and have fun with each other, so, you know, sometimes Sunday mornings are a little tough, but, yes, you know, and we're ready for it, and they get harder and harder every year, but we keep coming back and not learning. Or, yeah, yeah. Right on. There's a, uh, like a fanzine type comic, like a really indie comic that came out of Toronto a bunch of years ago called Zombie Jesus. Nice. And uh, I got two issues. I got Zombie Jesus versus Robot Hitler. Cool. And uh, <laughs> Zombie Jesus versus, I can't remember what the, the second one was. But he came back and he was a hero and he would fight with the, with the males that are like stuck. In oh, wow. And, like, yeah. I would fight and stuff. I love that. Yeah. Stuff, Just take the piss right out of it. Yeah. You know? Where did yeah. the idea come from? Um, I guess it was the book of revelations and then I thought, you know, let's have him come back and let's give him some great one-liners, you know, okay. you know talking yeah, crap yeah, as yeah. he does some martial arts moves. And that's kind of where it came, it's just kind of a fun place. And then does it kind of wrote itself, you know, does just, he yeah. Does jiu-jitsu just because he's Jesus, or does he learn it? Um, he's going to learn it. The first one, all he does is beat bad guys up. Then we right. kind of get in that Mary's going to be his master and, like, teach him it. And, right. And uh, so, yeah, there'll be a little yeah, backstory yeah. kind of creeping in that, yeah, where he, where it came from, his or, origin. Yeah. And there's uh, going to be 12 apostles, so we haven't worked it in, but we just figured, you know, and he's taught them all the jiu-jitsu, and we don't know where we're going with it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's but, like yeah. He's an American top team, yeah. like all his disciples. Yeah, exactly, awesome, and kind of sends them out to, you know, spread the word, and I think right. we're all going to have some kind of story sometime, hopefully, you know. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like good fun. Yeah. All right, let's okay. keep going. Let's keep going in this mad party. Almost near the end. How's this event finishing off, Mr. Eric? What's Gutierrez? up, brother? How, How are doing? you doing? I'm good. Good. Good weekend. I have to say, this is like the first time I, uh, I'm doing your show, man. I, feel... I think we might have talked once before. I have to no. look back in the Motor City. This is the first. Are you sure? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I feel like we did. Well, either way, welcome to an L. It might be a haze, friend. man. You know. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. So, what's your take on all this El Ardo nonsense? Ah, uh, the bunch of uh, no. Those uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're pretty cool. Uh, diverse tight crew um 
cool thing about us, as you know, mm-hmm. everybody brings something different to the table, man. You right, know, right, right, <clears throat> whether right. it's mariachi, uh, jujitsu, or my comic book, Max and Ebre and a Rabbit. I think there's a flavor for everybody, man. And, and there's a voice there. Everybody has a voice, you know. <clears throat> so everybody's amazing, you know. Everybody does yeah. their thing, and everybody has their own talents. And we're, you know, it's just yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So tell me about Max. Max is. I've been working on Max. Well, I had the idea for a while. Like, I, it was conceived like back in 2005. All right, huh? I was kind of a dark time for me okay. at that time. You know, I was, I was at the, a job I hated. Right. Financially, right. I wasn't doing too good. Shitty days. Oh, it was horrible. Right, right. And I was like, believe it or not, that was my most like. It was my uh, crit- like uh, creative, I guess, zenith or something. You know, okay, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I started reading a shit ton of Bukowski's. Right. Uh, I devoured Bukowski. I, you know, uh, I wrote a screenplay, which we shot, and it's still being, uh, oh, yeah. Ma- yeah, made in post-production. Right on, right on. But then Max came to me, mm. and I had a, you know, huge Robert Crumb influence. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I love Fritz the Cat. I love any, like, anthropomorphic, like, like Ralph Bakshi, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's something, there's something about that where you can tell a story. Anyway, sort of like horror movies, where you can say whatever you want mm-hmm. through these funny animals. Yeah. But at the same time, be gritty, subversive. And I like that. I always like that. I was tend- I tended to gravitate towards that, so I kind of wanted to bring that vibe back. It's like uh, the kangaroos and Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, man. No, <laughs> Spin everywhere. That's uh, but, you know, it's like, like I said, there's. Uh, I wanted to bring that vibe back, you know what I mean? So sure, sure, sure. That's what I'm going with it. You know, it's like a really grimy, gritty, just... You know, a little degenerate rabbit. It takes place in Detroit, so right on. Based on a lot of shit that I've seen, people that I've known, you know, it's a hodgepodge of that. Right. So, yeah. Right. Right. How many more decisions have you done now? This would be my third right in a row. On. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, uh, it's a great show, man. What it is. You, Eric, what does this show mean to you? Well, first and foremost, <laughs> because it is my hometown. I mean, I am from Detroit. Right. You know, if you can't do it up yeah. in your own hometown con then you, you shouldn't be doing it you know what I mean there so but no it, just for that fact yeah. though that it is Michigan and it's it's getting bigger yeah. oh, okay. and uh, biggest you know. year yet and I, I yeah. this is my fourth year yeah biggest year yet easily man so uh, yeah it means a lot for all you guys like, oh yeah sales are good books are moving yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. moving I, moving books I haven't heard no to that question yet today right so I love to hear that you know? that's the thing like Motor City you're gonna do good you know what I mean yeah 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 uh, and it's great to see everybody uh, your peers, your friends, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah. Are you lifelong Detroit? Like born. And oh yeah, born and raised, man. I'm a, yeah. John was born and raised. Well, he, well, he yeah, moved John out. He lives in Wyoming. You know. guys have been friends the longest. Yeah, we went to high school together. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> we yeah. we joined uh, English class instead of actually doing work. And nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, we go way back. Right, uh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. Uh, and it's funny because I always tell the story about how me and John, you know, we didn't see each other for a while after you know how that happens you, you lose touch yeah yeah I met him again and he's telling me yeah I'm doing comic books now he got me into it mm-hmm. but as a kid I introduced him to I, I put you know I, I showed him Dead World for the first time okay yeah you know and we're yeah. like kids like reading this gritty like yeah, yeah, zombie yeah. the first zombie comic book totally Caliber Gary Reed right. and then it all comes full circle John introduced me to Gary oh. and that was like 
to me, that was the best yeah. thing that ever happened. You know, man. this is the second time he's come up today. Oh man, it's I, lo- I love it Gary. Would have been his 61st yeah. birthday today. But uh, all love out to Gary Reed and uh, yes. the family. Uh, I I think I might have met him once, but I'm not too sure. But from what I hear, he had a huge you know influence on Great a guy. lot of this community. So yeah, I, I don't think you realize how influential he was. That's yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He was always honest. Uh, it's just you know he's yeah. influential, obviously. And he and he's the type of critic you want to have. Where he, oh I, yeah. From what I hear, he was hold no punches. Yeah, and he wanted you to do the best you could. So <laughs> one yeah. of the greatest things he ever told me. I go yeah. after after I gave him uh, Max, and I seen him again. I'm like, hey, Gary, so what you think about uh, Max? He goes, oh yeah, your little rabbit book. It's funny. That was great. I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, at least you yeah, liked yeah. it. That was good. That's great. <laughs> all right, any, anything you want to plug other than that? Can people find us somewhere right now? Soon it'll probably or? be a comic, uh, Comixology, Max, uh, okay. but also issue three, it will be debuting. I'll have a book signing at Comics and More right. uh, in Madison Heights. The, the Chris Brown owns it. It's my boy. Yes, Chris Brown. Yes. Yeah, good dude, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, issue three, I'll have a book signing there. Well, it'll premiere, so come on out to see me. I'll sign your issue three. Right on. So, yeah. Okay, well, what we're going to do sometime in the future, kids, is we'll have a little bit of an El Arto series. And we'll go through the lineup. We'll get Ichi on for an hour each. And uh, we'll, we'll do nice. a nice little dossier nice. of the whole thing. But, Eric, thank you so much thank you, for brother. chatting today. Yeah. I really Thanks. appreciate it. That's El Arto, the crew, kids. Hey, everybody, say goodbye to the kids. Woo-woo, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> oh wait, one more question. Yeah, yeah. Speedy Gonzalez, racist? Um, uh, funny. They didn't. They didn't. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Good enough. I didn't take it personal. Good Let's enough. put it that way. All right, take it easy. The time has come. Join hands as we bring together our mystic powers. How's it going, brother? Dave Patterson. Oh. Dave's very companion. How's it going? Pretty good, brother. How you yeah, doing? I'm doing great. I'm slowing down. Starting to get to that loss of all, you know. I don't even know what I'm talking about the, at this point. Is it time to leave the con yet? Yeah, I'm tired. I like just walking around in a haze. You know, but the voice and the feet, and they're all like, screw you. You know what I mean? I have the pads in, Heather. It's Heather Miles. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm tired, as we're discussing. And you still have I have to nothing drive. left. Brain is... Uh, Aaron's driving. I don't even know. Why do you think he brings a wife? Yeah, why don't you just machine. Why don't you just go by boat? By boat? From Toronto to... Oh, I thought you were... To Nova? Yeah, I thought you were in Windsor. No, I'm in Toronto. Just outside of Toronto. You're crazy, man. You're diehard. I know, I know, Tell. He's... He is the Mel Gibson of podcasting. Ah, nice. The maybe, brave maybe heart. Danny Glover. Maybe. Uh, it's like a four-hour drive. It's not too bad, you know. So it's a very scenic route with all the windmills and stuff. You know? So uh, any favorite moments from the weekend? Anything that's sticking out in your guys' minds? Getting Will Wheaton to say, "Damn it, Dave, don't be a dick." Very, very nice. <laughs> Did you record that? Like, no, it, it was a signed autograph. Oh. Still excellent. How about you? Um, seeing Kelly LeBrock. Oh yeah, yeah, right on. Did you get a photo op or an autograph? Um, 
I stayed in on the panel on Friday. Oh, very cool. It was a fun panel? Yeah. I hear she's exciting. Nice. Yeah, she was hilarious. And uh, she kept uh, zinging Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, couldn't get too hard, right? <laughs> Come on, it's Molly. Or it's Russ party. Griswold. Yeah, yeah. Rusty. So everybody's getting good coverage as well this weekend? Yeah. Are we yes. what? Coverage. Press. About an hour's worth of interviews already. All right, excellent. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't think I got anything left. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to end this. He's I'm tapping end out. I'm here with Heather Miles and Dave Patterson. See, my voice is starting to do this thing, too. That's it, kids. That is our adventure for Motor City Comic Con 2017. Where are they going to find your coverage, Dave? You can find it on Dave's Nerd Compendium. It's a Pod Bros podcast. Uh, podbros.com slash DN or podcast slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, Podbean. I think that's all of them. <laughs> that's more than enough, I'm sure. Heather, where will they find your coverage? A tinfoil Hat with Heather on Pod Bros Network. Right on. How are they? I hear about a lot about Pod Bros, but I've never like interacted. Or who runs the Pod Bros? The Podfather, John Bruski. You know what I love? That it's become a thing where every network head is is referred, referred to as the Podfather by all their, you know, shows. Like, Just I'm like struggling to find the word shows. This you're is the Podfather. He has point the ring. Oh, yes. He has the ring. We kiss the ring. Oh, really? Maybe I should get a ring. Eh? <laughs> For POI? Yeah. You know? But me, we're more like a. Because of me and Josh and Hawkes, we're more like a like a like the family, like the syndicate. You know what I mean? Like we're more like you know the five families together rather than the one superior godfather. Well, it's all like a round table. You have King right. Arthur, Galahad, right, uh, right. Lancelot. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it feels. Right, right, right. Are you on any networks? Yeah, Pod Bros. Oh, you guys are both on Pod Bros. <laughs> yeah. Do they share? Do we share? Yeah, with other networks? Are you guys, are they like an exclusive type uh, of deal? Certain shows are exclusive. Certain shows uh, have come to us from other networks. Right, right. Um, but most of our exclusivity is just, we say Pod Bros once and we're good. If for some reason we want to leave, we take all our material with us. But I'm saying, is there any reason for you to not be on POI and Pod Bros at the same time? Nobody's offered. Then why the hell aren't you on POI yet? Nobody's offered. We'll talk, guys. <laughs> we'll spread these wings the more they can hear. Hear that, kids? We're all making pod. Thank you very much, guys. May the force be with you. As with you. Exterminate. Yeah, because we're here with Chris Brown. What is happening, my friend? How you been? Uh, with you, I've been great. Well, you know, a lot of shit's happening with you. Well, I've got a lot of stuff going on. We just started a podcast recently, yes, Comics and Comics and More Show podcast, yeah, and yeah. been working with Terrell and Rowan Rain doing the BAM show, you know, right. our, our web series, which we've got on YouTube, and, yeah. and then just general, you know, comic bookery. Uh, you know, and well, you own a comic book shop. I own a comic shop, so yeah, yeah I've been doing a lot What's of that nonsense. Behind? Comics and more, located at 28059 Johnner Road, Madison Heights, Michigan, nice. 4071. You can always call us at 248-399-3213. Uh, we're in Madison Heights, which is, uh, see, I do this a lot, yeah, so I, I kind of. Where did it make the pod? So, 
So we're uh, we're uh, down in Madison Heights, which is probably about 25, 30 minutes from from here. Awesome. So it's it's not far at all. It's an easy uh, track to the show. Right, right. And you know we have a great time. We, we you know been here with the whole fam today, and uh, yeah, fam's yeah. having a great time and awesome. uh, getting a little overwhelmed and a little tired. Uh, oh, but, but we I got some. You. I keep trying. There's a few people I gotta talk to before I leave. But sure. The tongue is swollen. The oh, I bet. I bet. So you got a lot of material. I'm hoping you got some some hours. podcasts I'd here for 12, 13 hours. Nice. So that'll save weekend. you some work. Like, well, you got a lot of work to do editing. A lot of work. But then you know that'll buy you a little time on well, recording for a few weeks. A lot of that was uh, podcast Detroit as a booth. Oh, here. sure, sure. So a lot of that was just live stuff, which is easy to not really edit. Sure, sure, I'll sure, absolutely. Throw that shit up. But yeah, that's why I've got a producer. I don't have to do any of the work. I don't mean when we were doing uh, Weekend Geek back in the day, our web show. Really? I had to do all the video editing and everything, and oh, that God. got to a point where it was too much work. I, I just want to be the talent. Nice. No matter how talented I'm not, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to be the talent. I'm unfortunately a solo run, right? Like when I started podcasting, I could barely use Facebook. I could barely use Facebook when I started podcasting. Oh, now really? I can okay. It's a website. I can use code. It's like I, nice. learned, I had to learn all this crap, sleepless nights on YouTube. Just because I wanted to podcast. And right. Talk about and you've got a great show. Well, thank you very much. You've got a great show. That's awesome. And you guys are kicking ass, too. Thank you, know? man. We're Yeah, we're kind of cranking them out quick, and we're, we're getting an audience, which is cool. Are you cool. banking them, or are you kind of going as you go? So, we're, so we kind of just go as we go. We do, uh, we, we bank them on, uh, on our site, so anyone can right. go in and download whatever. Right. Um, but I'll be honest, the way I work, this is the first time I've ever had to be the host and not just the color commentary, So which is kind of a weird thing. But I just sort of show up and go, well, what are we doing? And then we just kind of riff everything, because I work better that way. I've been doing that for five years, yeah. it's working out fantastic. You know, plans don't work for me. Uh, the, the BAM show that I do with Rowan Rain, cosplayer Rowan Rain, who's yeah. very talented, and she's been uh, getting some great costumes this weekend. And we do it for uh, Terrell Culbert, who is a very talented comic artist, writer. Okay. He also a uh, filmmaker, does some really, really cool stuff. Right on. And they tease me, because my reputation is that I sort of show up, clap my hands together, and go, what's the topic today? Right. In the first couple of weeks, they panicked because they didn't know what to do with that. Right. Now they just, whatever. We don't, we nice. don't. Chris doesn't seem to know what he's doing in his regular everyday life, so we don't care if he doesn't know what he's doing Dude, here. It'll work. I'm excited to chat with you more because you're one of those people that when I mention your name or your name comes up, people smile. They don't right necessarily on. say anything, but they instantly smile. Awesome. Beautiful, happy. Like, the, th the thought of your name brings people it's, joy. You know, it's funny to me when I'm walking around the show, because I, owning a comic store, you feel yeah. like you know everybody. Yeah. So we're, we're talking to, uh, from Elegant Weapon here. So this is my co-host, David Sharp, oh, on the right Comics on, and More man. Show How's podcast. Good so we were brought into pod a little bit and, and, and riff uh, with Jason here. So yeah. who's David Sharp? My name is Damascus Bainbridge. Damascus Bainbridge. Damascus Bainbridge. I, I, I thought I, I, I like yeah, that's it. a good one, right? That's yeah. a good, that is a good, handle, good one. Man. Working on yeah, that one for days. That, that just goes to show you how uh, you know how just improv we do our entire show. I didn't even know my co-host's name <laughs> for about 15 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we don't know. We just kind of run with to it. Listen to this podcast to remember it. If you do forget, that's probably At true. Least you have that. There. Well, I'll always remember right? you. Whether I remember oh. what I talked about, I won't remember a thing. <laughs> Again, I really do fake my way through my entire life. That's a good way to go it though. Like, look at five years later doing my podcast. I faked the whole fucking thing, man. And now they're letting me on stage with celebrities and shit. I'm like, you sure you want to do this? Because I'm gonna fuck this. And you're, and you're I'm like, gonna fake the fuck out of this too. I'm telling yeah, you. Hey, yeah. how how did I totally fool all these people? I have no idea. I mean, this. I'm a fucking tree climber. What the fuck am I doing? doing <laughs> well, now, now you're climbing the podcast tree and going uh, all the way to the top. Nice, upwards. Nice, Same nice. way. Failing upwards. Like yeah, there you go. upwards. Damascus, yeah. that is an excellent answer. Thank you. Thank you so Thank you. much. I've been, greatly appreciate it. Been waiting all day I'm, to get that one off. At least, at least you guys are on a first name basis. I do the show with him. He makes me call him Mr. Bainbridge. <laughs> <laughs> 
You please, Damascus. Awesome. Oh, I can call you Damascus you now. We're there Damascus. now. Yes, we're there yeah. now. All right, excellent. Oh, listen, you guys are fantastic together. I've enjoyed it, dude. We'd love, we to... would love to have you on the show sometime. Well, we'll, do so we'll a have Skype to work that out sometime too. But one on my on one of my Michigan trips, I'd love to see the shop too. Please, dude. And please it's come only in. A half hour from here. You yeah, know, one of the easy. trips coming out here. You know, so, I'm definitely and actually, we're even closer, like from the border. Really, if you came over through Windsor, we're like 15 minutes from the border. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, not far at all. That's comic some more. Chris Brown, Damascus Bainbridge, my friend. Nice meeting you. Thanks, guys. I, I am the city. end of Motor City Comic Con 2017. Yes. This show has been insane. Jay is my brother from another mother and father. I love this man. We talk every time we're together. The fact that we are at what time? Hold on, hold on. We are. What time is it? It is. Uh, it's three. Three thirty-seven on Sunday. This is the first chance we even had to put a microphone in front of my face to say goodbye to all of you. It's testament to how freaking amazing Motor City Comic Con is. I got the karaoke Jay on, uh, on Friday night. They, they serenaded you. He's my muse. We got the karaoke. We didn't get a chance to pod. Saturday was insane. karaoke your sweet lady. With, with some very sweet motorhead. Yes. Did not get a chance to the pod. Bisley, the Bisley. Now we are Sunday. It is 3.37 in, in the afternoon. The show is ending. It is still crazy. I'm in the process of selling a book to someone. I'm very excited to read it. That's why I got to go. And we still don't have time to properly pod, but we will soon. Jay is my dude. You are also you, fortunate. I love you, brother. Love you. You're so fortunate to be listening to this show. Keep listening. Keep being awesome. And I will be back to talk to all of you and Jay soon. Kids, that's Dirk Manning. That is all we are going to have this year for Motor City Comic Con 2017.